Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey love, welcome to the Selfish Bay Podcast, aka Selfish Talk, hosted by me, Olenike O.C. Selfish Babe is a personal development and women's lifestyle brand dedicated to women learning how to selfishly and authentically love themselves. On this podcast, expect to have your mind expanded, curse words said, and to gain a new perspective about who the fuck you are. Let's get into it. The Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast is sponsored by my company, Goddess Detox. Goddess Detox is a holistic wellness company dedicated to providing women with self-love-inspired products to physically, spiritually, and emotionally detox. If you are a woman wanting to detox her ex, detox negative emotions, as well as to get more in tune with yourself and your vagina, check out our Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls, as well as our Queen's Theme and Queen's Throne Combo, which is the in-home vaginal steam set for your convenience. You can find out more information on our products at goddessdetox.org, as well as follow at goddessdetox on Instagram. Tell them Olenike OC sent you. Hey, beautiful. It is your girl, Olenike Elsie here, bringing you a new episode of the Selfish Talk podcast. In today's episode, I got to sit down with Ash and Core of the Hood and Holistic podcast. Okay, these two wonderful women are the most flyest lesbian couple in the game, and you should totally know about them, hear what they have to say, and um, just hear about their journey. And so I was so happy to be able to sit down with both of them and, and just really chat. And so I'm affirming that you enjoy this episode. I would really, 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 really appreciate it if when you are listening to this episode in the Selfish Babe app or an Anchor or an Apple or Spotify or wherever you love to listen to, that you screenshot that you're listening and tag at Selfish Babes with an S on Instagram. And please also tag Ash and Court, whose information I have below in the episode deets. All right, my beautiful. I love you so much. Let's get to it. Hey, beautiful selfish babes. It is your girl, Olenike Osi here, bringing you another Selfish Talk, Selfish Talk podcast. And today I am introducing Ashley and Courtney from the Hood and Holistic podcast. Say hey. Hey. And so I really wanted to uh, bring them on because, I mean, okay, so as you guys don't know this, but... I don't follow anybody on Instagram on Olenike OC page anymore, but I'm following people on my Selfish Baby page. But when I used to follow you guys, and you guys should follow them, um, I just like what they're about. I love the love they show one another. They are a married lesbian couple, okay, doing a damn thing, being hood, <laughs> okay? And so um, I just like the love, I like literally love the love that they like show. They're so cute. Like, so yeah, I gotta like follow them for real, for real. Um, and we'll definitely have their Instagrams below in the description. And if you guys are watching on YouTube, say hello and comment. But um, I just really want to invite them on and have a conversation 
and just chat. And so as you guys know, anytime I bring on any guests, I really want to get to know them on a deeper level. And I feel like the best way to get to know somebody on a deeper level is, you know, asking what they've gone through, whether it be a traumatic event or obstacle that they've experienced and, you know, how they've moved through that or how they're currently going through that. And so we're going to start with Miss Ashley. Go ahead. Okay, so let's see. Um, a traumatic experience. I'm going to say moving here to Los Angeles. Um, that was the first time I actually realized I was having a depression like situation going on. I never, I know I, had, I, have, I have had anxiety in the past, yeah. but far as in like depression i didn't experience that and i didn't notice it but um the move from one place to another yeah. and just like not knowing um not having control over everything i'm used to having con like just control over just every little thing in my life yeah um that kind of put me into this depression where i was just like zombied out it was weird like um it was little things like very forgetful um i would just not paying attention while i'm driving just just completely passed up like my exit just little things and i'm like yeah. when you brought it to my attention like hey do you know that you're doing like these things like i think you're depressed and it's like no no i'm not and then i finally like yes you are you're not yourself you're not doing the things you used to do you're not getting into yourself um and i had to pull myself out of that and being in this space like on like hold on I'm, the dog is like he's so cool. keep going okay <laughs> keep going so um being in the space where I have to be in the house and uh furloughed I have to make sure like that I stay uh, mentally like good because that's what kind of put me into like a depression or having anxiety and things I've experienced that in the past where I was uh, self-employed yeah. and that wasn't for me. Like I had to be busy. I mean, mm -hmm. the idle mind is a devil's playground. So I know for myself, the things that I have to do to stay like mentally like, okay, you know? And so I'm kind of like, that's where I'm at right now in life. Where'd you guys move from? Houston. Yeah. Houston, Texas to California. Houston. And what does for for load mean? I just want to make this clear for the self because even me, I'm just like, ah, we don't I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Um, it's when your job shuts down, like you're oh, not okay. getting paid at all. However, they still hold your position. Oh, oh so whenever okay. it does open, okay, then you have your job. But meantime, in between time, you're not getting, you know, any income basically. Okay. And you yeah. mentioned that for you, when you were self-employed, you said that, that wasn't for you. It wasn't for me in the sense of I didn't know how to keep as busy as I needed to be. Yeah. So um, I have to constantly um, feel, I don't know, it, it's so awkward. Like I, I want to be self-employed, but I know that I have to plan out my days. Okay. So I had to get like a journal and I had to get a planner because when I wake up, I need to do this and I need to check this and I need to be doing this and doing this. Yeah. That's what type of person I am. I like structure in a sense. Yeah. And I need that. 
Yeah. Like I can't just be like, okay, what's next? What's next? I, I kind of need to know. And it has something to do with control. I'm sure. Like, okay. um, that's something that I, I struggle with. And it's a Scorpio thing or something. I don't know. <laughs> so for you, when you started realizing that you were depressed, um, how, I mean, I know you said you would be passing exits and you weren't being yourself, but like on a deeper perspective, like if you woke up throughout a regular day, how would that look in your depressed state? In, in my depressed state, it would look like um, my, I would be foggy. So like far as in like, I would have brain fog a lot, um, just like staring into space or I'm supposed to be tasking and, I, and I'm not. I'm just kind of like doing, I'm just in this like zombie out like stage. Yeah. And it's like after two hours, uh, my quarter come check on me and like, hey, be you sitting know, in the same spot. I be sitting in the same she spot. Like, um, she wasn't really eating. She wasn't hungry. She wasn't, you know what I mean? She, it just was like, it the, was the routine that we were used to in Houston. Once we moved to LA, it totally was shifted. We was traveling a lot and just moving a lot. And, and we didn't have control of that. And I just was noticing, like, she was just like, she was sitting in the same spot all day. Yeah. Like, and it was, why aren't you walking around? Like, have you drunk water today? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she was like, no, I haven't. So, I, you know, and then I'm like, are you hungry? It'll be like three o'clock. I'm like, are you hungry? Because I'm snacking. I'm going to eat. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like um not getting like dressed up like I like to like yeah. I like to get cute yeah um, especially like it's LA like honestly you can literally run an errand and fall into something real cute like a whole little set like a whole situation and it's yeah. like I wasn't even getting into myself which is totally not me um and I just, I was just sad. Like, yeah. I'm just like, on a day to day, I was just sad, but I was like moving through it in a way that's like, I'm not conscious of it. Yeah. I'm not aware of it, you know, yeah. until it was like brought to my attention. And even still, I'm like, no, I'm not because I do this and I do that. Like, pointing out the little things that I do, it was like overall, like, I'm not there. I'm not getting, I'm not doing my yoga. I'm not, you know, meditating. Yeah. I'm not doing like nothing that I do. Yeah. Yeah. So how um, would you say that you're still depressed? Would you say that you're still working through it? Or would you say that that's something that's in the past? I would definitely say the depression is in the past. Okay. I'm not, I'm like navigating like some real smoothly right now. <laughs> um. <laughs> that's good. But I think it has a lot to do with, I feel like, um, we came to a point of, it was a lot of self-doubt. Yeah. It's so many, it's, it's layered. But okay. it was a lot of self-doubt around that time where I felt like, how am I going to do this? I can't do that. A lot of I can't. And, and that also was kind of keeping me like stuck in my mind, just overthinking, overthinking, like in my head to where I'm sitting in this space for like this long because I'm in my head. So not um, doing the action, just thinking and then not making any action because you're in your exactly. head. Exactly. I'm in my head and now it's like oh I know what to do you know I know the things to do I know how to like navigate in being just like kind of confined in like the house you know what I mean but how did you get Uh, space from from being depressed and not doing anything to now where you're you know navigating smoothly because I know 
that they're occurring some selfish babes that are going through that and that they are confined to their house. And yeah. so even though they may have a job that they could be looking forward to or maybe not have a job that they're looking forward to, um, how can they get from a space of to where you kind of were to where you're at now? So what did you do? Like, I know you, uh, Courtney had noticed it and you began, you know, noticing it too. But like, how did you get to that space? You know, what? I had to like be, first of all, just real with myself. Like, yes, you are forget, you have been forgetful you yeah. are passing up like you're driving terribly like you are zoned out like you are doing these things I had to call myself out on like all these things that I'm doing first like yes you have been sitting in this spot yeah when had the last time you took a selfie and felt cute you know mm -hmm. like just little things that my normal little um so that was the first step is I had to like acknowledge like first of all yes you could possibly be depressed, you know? And then- You were, which one was it? <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm only asking this because it's like, did you, did you say yes, I was, I was depressed, or were you I not? Okay. I was, and okay. thank you She said possibly that. a word like I, Yes, girl. girl, call me out, come on, sis. So yes, I was depressed, um, but honestly, one of the things I started, so I got this bomb skincare line because my face was breaking out, which is a part of stress. Yeah. Um, and I started washing my face every day. I had like this like routine morning and night mm -hmm. and that made me feel good. And it's like something for me to like do for myself, you know, every day. Yeah. And it was just like, look, like little, literally like little steps like that. Then I started, you know, back making sure I take my B12. Yeah. which is really good for like the nervous system yeah. um and then you know just my multivitamins and my green juice and just like all the like little things that make me feel like normal yeah I started doing that and so eventually I just started like getting back into myself like I was unemployed at the time yeah so um I got a part-time job yeah what you say? I said kinda. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> kinda. But okay. so it was just like little steps at a time and I just started being um gentle with myself. How do you be gentle with yourself? Like just with starting off like with doing the skincare regimen and um just feel like telling myself like it's okay to do absolutely nothing right now. Because I am the type of person that feels like um, I always need to be doing, 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 and that I have to work hard to be successful or that I have to like bust my ass to like yeah. get to this place where I want to be. And that's not, that's not true. You know what I mean? So I had to like raise up off myself and like give myself room to like breathe and just be okay in the space that I'm in. You know, even if it's not like where I expect it to be. Yeah. Like that's okay. You're not there. It's cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, the part about you being gentle with yourself and noticing that it was okay to be where you were, or like I know that some people have talked about this, like, okay, if all you did today was go wash your face, or if all you did today was take a shower, that's a different space than where you were. And so yeah. I like you talked about being gentle because um I do think 
especially as women, uh, we can't put a lot of pressure on ourselves onto just being the go, 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 do, 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 especially if you're like an overachiever or like a go-getter. Like I describe myself as a go-getter, but have also been learning about sitting still and um, maybe not doing anything that day that is work-related, you know? So uh, I think it's good that you talk about being gentle with yourself just because I feel like um, a lot of women are not and we are go, 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 go. And we may get to certain places in life, but we feel still very unfulfilled. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, I, and I ask this because like, okay, so what, and this is just an, a, a thought of mine as you talk about go, you going through the depression, right? I feel like because everybody's so used to go, 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 right? Especially in Western culture, we're very used to go, 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 go. In Eastern culture, or some other cultures, a lot of times uh, there is rest. But here it's very, so during this uh, quarantine, um, I feel like a lot of people are going through depressive episodes mm-hmm. um, because, I mean, I get it. Like some people are literally only in one room for a very long mm-hmm. time, especially being in New York. Like, you know, very, very small. Wow. And so what my thing that I ask is, were they like people were people just now getting depressed or were they so busy with their lives that they didn't notice what was going on internally and so now we have time to sit with ourselves and really see what's going on inside of us and when we uh-huh. sit with ourselves we notice that there are certain things that we have not released that we are still holding on to and so my thing is that's my thing is like i get like feeling depressed in the moment because we're here but I also, I, I question, you know, as you get to sit with yourself and you being silent or you not having anything to do or being bored at the time, your shit's coming up. That's the way that I look at it. I think that some shit is coming up and a lot of people cannot handle it or they don't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be looking for people to guide them through that. And I know that that is a very true circumstance. You know, there was a recent girl... I don't know. I mean, I don't know her whole story, but I know it was a recent 15-year-old that had committed suicide recently that I had seen on. Like, I, I saw that. Yeah. And I know a lot of people were like, oh, well, you know, she was probably going through some other things beforehand. And maybe she was. But again, sitting with ourselves, I don't know how her home life was. I don't know what she was going through. But it's just like this time for a lot of people could mean life or death. And I don't mm-hmm. say that to be very sadistic or anything like that. But there's some stuff that a lot of people are holding on to that they have not worked through and they don't know how to do so. And so I think the fact that you guys do have a platform such as Hood and Holistic, I think that is very relatable to a lot of people. And I think that the tools that you guys use and share that you guys use in your own daily life could be very helpful to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, you say you're 35, you don't look 35, by the way. Around this age group, I'm 28. But it's just like, you know, people even in their 20s now, you know, people in their 20s, just starting 20s, are, are looking for the things that you guys are offering. And so I think that it's really good. And we're going to get into what they are offering. But um, I do want to ask you that. And that may be a little personal. But do you feel like, because I know, like you said, well, self-employment at that time may not have been for you. But you just need a structure. And there's a way to be self-employed and still have that structure for yourself. But do you feel like in those moments of you being with yourself, and yes, I get that you're used to a routine, but do you feel like 
sometimes the, the thing is the silence is suffocating. You ever heard that? Like the silence is suffocating because mm-hmm. we have our own personal thoughts mm-hmm. or the stuff that's inside of us that comes up. So I want to ask you, Ashley, do you feel that during that time, stuff came up for you that you weren't aware of that brought you to that place? Or do you feel like it was simply, I don't have a routine, but you mentioned self-doubt as well. I don't have a routine. Mm-hmm. And here I'm at. This is where I'm at now. Well, I mean, really what it was is as far as like when I could work, I was working. So at 15, I went to Old Navy and I asked them, can I work here? He said, come back when you're 16. I had my birthday and I was like, I'm 16. What's up? Yeah. And that was my first job. So since then, I have been working. Yeah. And that's what I'm, I'm used to. And that's what made me feel um stable and you know I I don't know it's just just doing for myself and it was just complete it was just different me not each time that I have been in that situation of like either being unemployed or self-employed I come to feel like it just fucks up my whole chakra it just Mm -hmm. knocks it completely off where I don't feel that security Mm -hmm. um and I feel very inadequate. Like I'm not doing enough. Um, I should be doing more. I should be working. I should be bringing this in. And, you know, it's just literally being like, like hard on myself. And I guess it stems from some type of fear of like, um, or whatever I've made up in my mind of what success is and what it looks like and what I need to like obtain it. Yeah. Do you feel like, if you were making $5,000 or $10,000 a day in sales and, it, and you were self-employed, would you still feel like self-employed? No, okay. absolutely not. No. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> okay, so it's, a, it's about security. It's about... Absolutely. I, I understand it's, it, it's about security and the control thing of me used to... Me wanting to be able to control like that part of my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Yeah, that like that's exactly what it was. No, like if I'm that's my goal, like to be self-employed and be able to be completely like yeah. content and good on a financial level yeah. where I'm like, okay, you know, like of course, like I would love that, you know, but with self-employed, it's up and down. It doesn't matter like what you do. You have I mean that's any business. You have your slow times and then you have your peaks and you know. I agree with that, but I think that it's still possible. Um, yeah. and I say that because it's, it's possible because I'm that's yeah. possible. Now. But you know, um, yeah, we're gonna talk a little bit more after this. But mm-hmm. I just I just feel like it's possible. Like it's like especially where we're going, right? Like, and mm-hmm. this is just my little tidbit about Corona and you know people looking for money in different types of jobs. It's very smart to get online at this moment. It is mm-hmm. very, very smart to get online at this moment. You guys already have Hood and Holistic, a, spirit, a spiritual-based business. Do you guys follow the Hood Healer? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, I do. Okay. I'm okay. So, I know you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she has sent me some uh, screenshots of something she had posted some time ago, and she was uh, talking about predictions, right? And uh, one of her predictions in her journal was, you know, spiritual-based businesses. And uh, any selfish babe listening, spiritual-based yeah. businesses, Okay. Booming, popping, making money. Okay, so yeah. I'm just saying, like, you guys already have like yeah. a foundation of being hood and holistic and the things that you guys sell, like the crystals and the journals, and more things that I think you guys can add. And so for me, it's like 
I just feel like at this time in Freddie Selfish Babe listening, it's smart to get online. It's smart to think about, well, how can I solve somebody's problem via online? You know, mm -hmm. first I can start making it, but eventually I want to get to a place where I can just buy this shit in bulk. Somebody mm -hmm. else makes it and somebody right. else ships it. Because Absolutely. where we're going now, as much as we talk about like the economy and people not having funds and certain things like that, for certain businesses, that's just not true. For certain businesses, things are people don't buy it. People yeah. are buying, people are thriving. Hand sanitizer has gone up. Okay, white right. it's not even it don't have to be nothing related to like disinfectant, but people are yeah. still buying shit. There are still yeah. I think this is what I've buying like, stuff off our site. And we like we not like, we're not marketing a yeah. thing. Like what what are y'all doing? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. So it's like, yeah. yeah, hard times come, but there's still a large population of people that will still have funds, that will still support what you guys are doing. And so for me, that's kind of the mindset that I have when it comes to my businesses as well. It's just like, there's a group of people out there that's still going to buy my shit no matter what mm -hmm. is going on. They still yeah. got the funds to support. And so that's yeah. like kind of like the affirmation or the visualization that I have for myself and my business. But I just asked that question because I'm like, hmm, okay, it is about security. I get that. Yeah. That is, yeah. you can't get to where you're going to go to because you're going to get there. But I'm just saying, who oh, heal estate? Spiritual based businesses. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Ashley, for sharing that. I really, really appreciate that. So now Absolutely. we're going to talk to Courtney and we're going to talk about what have you been through or, you know, currently going through and uh, share. Let us know. Whew. All right, so I think I think I've been through like so many traumatic experiences. <laughs> uh, you could name it, and I've been through it. But probably my most recent um, thing that I've experienced is learning that I cannot carry our child. Mm. So in I think it was August. August, um, we did our annuals. Um, and I was talking to the gynecologist who actually happens to be the best one in this area. Yeah. And she specializes in infertility. Just yeah. so happened to, you know, didn't know any of this booking an appointment. But I, as I was explaining to her the um, the pain that I have when I'm on my period, yeah. or even like before my periods come, I let her know, like I found out that I had like a, a little, little bit bitty fibroid three years ago and um that that prompted a diet change and us implementing uh the steams and baths different things like that yeah. um I let her know about that and uh she she when I was explaining my symptoms she was like well it sounds like you don't ovulate and she was like have you ever been tested for this and I was like no yeah so she is I guess it's a different blood test she's drew my blood and she said um, she'll contact me in a week. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, I have a portal. You could just check the portal. Yeah. Um, and when she contacted me, she it showed that my levels were like severely low. Mm. And so she was like, I have a birth control and I have a hormonal drug to put you on. Mm. So I'm like, oh, great. Like, I've tried birth control before because I, I've always had, like, these severe cramps on my period. Yeah. Um, and I the birth control, actually, I bled for, like, two months straight. Wow. Being on? So I was like, yeah. Oh, wow. So I was like, okay, I'm not doing the birth control. So this time when it came back around, I was like, let me try the birth control. But the thing is, the two pills were 
they worked against each other. So as, yeah, as I was taking the hormonal drug, I had to take the hormonal drug first to start the birth control. And then it would, like, as it would progress, I would still have to take the hormonal drug and the birth control, but it wouldn't stop my period. It just kind of, like, prolonged it. Okay. And so I, I noticed I was getting, like, really bad acne in my face, and, like, I was kind of getting chunky. And I was like, I, I literally was having like body dysmorphia at the same time that I'm learning that I, cause it's always been, since we ever discussed children, it's always been that I was going to be the carrier. And it, we never, we never like, you know, diverted from that. Cause that was always the plan. Yeah. So this was literally like, it hasn't even been a year that I found this out. Yeah. So it's like all the plans that you've been making for like seven, eight years don't matter right now. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to figure this other part out. And then she also let me know that it would be potentially cancerous because of the buildup on my uterine wall. So she was like, for taking those, for wait, what would be cancer? For not taking, for not taking the hormones. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was like, it's literally her, like so her uh, eggs don't drop. Yeah, my eggs don't drop. Like I don't um ovulate at all. Yeah. Like when so, you go through ovulation. Hmm? How do you have a period? I have a period, but it's super painful. It's just like it's just like a lot of blood and pain. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? It doesn't drop though. Nope. Wow. It's the weirdest thing. I think that's why I was on a a cocktail like so a like, medication so, cocktail so to try to balance it out yeah but it just was affecting my body it, to the point I wouldn't even look in the mirror like mm-hmm. I'm like I didn't I didn't really care how I felt and I had just cut my hair so it was like I was I loved my haircut but it's like I don't want to look at myself and then I'm one of the people I love walking around naked like and mm-hmm. I just it wasn't my body wasn't physically changing yeah. But insides, I'm like, my insides are not working. And it yeah. just was messing me up for a while. Yeah. And then I started having these really bad dreams about my father. Huh. And so, which all of this is happening simultaneously. Like, yeah. <laughs> I started having these uh, bad, I, I told Ashley, I said, will, it, will you be okay if I'm not taking the medication? Because her big thing is like, if this is going to help you, and you know don't say you're not you're infertile it's gonna help you it's gonna help you and i'm like i don't take i ha- I hate taking advil so it's yeah. like i don't want to take this stuff and i could tell it's breaking my face out and like I, I just don't like the way it make me feel and one of the side effects of the pill was like depression and mm-hmm. i i had started working an overnight job so i'm like these two things everything at once something gotta go like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i'm like I work the job. I'm not taking the pills. Like yeah. the pills are done. Like we'll figure something else. Out. I'm like it's other. It's so many different supplements and stuff I could take for the same thing. Yeah. I don't have to put the medication in my body. So I'm like I'm not gonna take it. So Ashley's like that's cool. Yeah. So I'm having these weird dreams about my dad and Ashley's like, do you ever think you're gonna talk to your dad? And I was like, no. Like I don't. We don't really have a relationship like that. And um my steps well i have like four half sisters yeah. on my dad's side but we're all estranged like we don't since since i've grown like grown up i kind of pulled away from them yeah. it wasn't them pulling away from me so um she called me and she said that my eldest stepsister was dying of breast cancer and mm-hmm. she was literally by the end of the day that day she had passed away wow 
and I end up flying home like immediately and yeah. just like me, since then me and my father have like reconciled our relationship and I feel like and I and I gained like nine nieces and nephews I didn't know I had so oh, wow. but I feel like that really helped with me having to come to the grips of like the way that we want to be parents is going to have to change and it's going to look different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I have so much family. I got little ones out here. You know what I mean? I got family out here that, you know, I haven't even, that don't even know me like that. Yeah. So, I mean, just like, to me, that was super traumatic because like at 35, I've been through a lot and I've got through a lot, Yeah. but certain things really stop you in your tracks and make you yeah. think like, I can honestly say a lot of stuff that I went through, I probably put myself in those situations okay. and then I fought myself out. Okay. Well, this, I didn't put myself, like, I can't help the fact that this is what's happening to my body. I can't help the fact that me and my father don't have the best relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, but now instead of me having to fight my way out, it's like, I'm feeling my way through it. And mm -hmm. I, and I just appreciate having something to slow me down because I'm very, I get over stuff real fast. Like, yeah. and then I end up having to heal it 10 years down the line. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but I, in the moment, I don't have time to sit and think and be sad about this. Like I don't, I got other stuff going on. That's how I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of appreciate having these things, even to, to, to be vulnerable in a different way. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it's always fun when you're sharing like the triumph stories, right? Like yeah. I made it through this, but it, it kind of humbles you a little bit when you have to really sit with the reality of some of the shit that you go through. Like, you know what I mean? And that's kind of where I am right now. It's like, even with, with what's going on around us, while I'm grateful to have a job, a little, a little bit, like a little piece of me inside is like, like this shit gonna change everything around us. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, definitely. and I don't really have to stay here. I could probably go do something else. In the meantime, it's not gonna hurt the funds. Like, you know what I mean? Cause we got so many things set up. Yeah. We can make money this way and make money this way and make money this way. So it's like, am I really stressing over this job? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just, I, I'm like, I just found like reconciled a relationship with my dad. Like, yeah. And we, t it's so weird calling my father and talking to him on the phone. Yeah. Like, and at the end here, and I love you, it's the weirdest thing. Cause I, I'm 35 and I had, I haven't heard that in like 20 years. When you heard that, um, when he said that, I love you, like, do you remember the first time he said it after a very, very long time? Yeah. And when he said that, what was your reaction? I was like, Whoa, you know, <laughs> it like, it was like, it, it just, it just really like, like takes over you yeah. you know what i'm saying because i feel like a little kid yeah i felt like a little kid like then yeah. it made me feel five years old like, i think um that brings me back because at one point i had like a sit down with my mom my father had passed away when i was a baby so i never grew up with him or and i recently heard more about him probably like two years ago my mom had showed me like a picture of who he was because anytime i would mention him growing up you could just tell whether you know your parents don't want to talk about something so yeah. At one point, I had like a sit down with my mom, and I was just talking to her, and I was just telling her that I don't. I said, I said, I don't feel like you love me. Like I know that you put foot on the table. I know you were there, but I don't feel like you love me. Like you uh, never say it. You're not like you know. She's not that touchy feely kind. Yeah. And so she was like, "Why do you like? Why do you think that?" And I told her, and then she was like, "No, I do love you." But you know, there was a time where um, where she was finding me back on it. She was like, you know, 
I do this, I do this. I don't have to say that I love you. And I said, you're right. You don't have to say it, but I'm letting yeah. you know, cause my personal love language is words of affirmation. Okay. But this is, this is how I, I'm going to think about it, you know? Yeah. So um, over some time, she eventually had said it over the phone and, you know, we can like say to each other now, but that took some time for her to get there. And so yeah. for you, I can understand what you're saying, like your dad saying that I love you and you feel like a kid again, because it's just, imagine like maybe when you were a kid that that was said all the time, that at certain, some point it just stops and you don't know why. Yeah. And when you're growing up, you don't remember the last time you heard it. And yeah. so I don't know why that is. I don't know why um, some parents stop at some point. Like I never understood that, but I do know when you guys had mentioned, you know, being able to raise your own family in a different way, changing how you raise your kids, right? I know for me, I learned a lot from my personal experiences that I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm going to be a word of affirmation person. I could be very yeah. strong disciplined. But word yeah. of affirmation, touchy-feely, like, I love you. Like, I knew from my own growing up, was like, mm, we got to change this. We're going mm -hmm. to do it like this. We're not going to wait until we're, like, fucking 20 years older and older to learn about certain things. Yep. So um, I could definitely get that. Now, in terms of, uh, I was going to ask a question. So with this information, in terms of you working on your womb and getting to a place of fertility, now, was there ever a question of, Ashley, will you carry versus you? Um, I, so I told her that I would carry. She was like, babe, don't worry about it. Like, But yeah. I think she thinks I'm like a delicate flower or something. I've had open heart surgery before. Okay. And if you when you see a little kid that's like a little sickly kid in, the, in a little bubble because they got allergies and asthma and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she said like that. That's me. Okay. Like, I still go outside. Yeah. <laughs> um. That's yeah. That's I would have a mask on right now. Anyway, I already <laughs> had got me a mask. Yeah. She had a mask way before yeah. COVID. Okay. So I am that person. Um, okay. but I do feel as a woman that I can carry. Yeah, I just like, feel it like in it. my spirit, even though like I've been through things with my health, I just feel in my spirit and my body and my soul like I that I can carry. So okay. yeah. um yeah. She's like baby, she was like, don't like cause that was my main thing was like, but I wanted to have a baby. Like yeah. that, I wanted to be. I I was like, I'm gonna start a clothing line. It's gonna be so fly because yeah. it's gonna be me in it, and people gonna be like, what the fuck? Like you know. Yeah. And I just wanted to have that was all, that was like, I'm a Capricorn, so I'm addicted to my vision. Like it, yeah. I gotta see it through. You know what I'm saying? So it was definitely like she was like, they don't that's don't let that be a stress. Like don't let that be one thing that weighs you down. Like it's enough going on. Like. Yeah. And I still don't think she just absolutely cannot carry. Yeah. Yes. For she's me. Because like, we haven't went to the doctor and they, like, we, we went for our Wells woman. Yeah, they so didn't, we, we didn't did know, out. like, we're here to, like, dive deep in and, and look at your eggs and, and, and just the whole technicality of everything. Yeah. We have not done that. No. Okay. So um, I haven't ruled it out. Yeah. I haven't. I think it's good to have it out. So now, Courtney, do you, so that's something that you're still going through. Are you still on the medication or have you completely stopped? Because no, I, took, I, I totally just 86 the medication. Um, luckily, I've been having way better periods somehow. I, I'm not questioning how or why. I'm just grateful. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I stopped taking the meds. I'm like, I'm have not- you been uh, steaming on a consistent basis? I have not been steaming. I can honestly say I've just been <laughs> like it's. I'm gonna be honest. Like when I think about California, the first year, it's been a lot of like survival mode. Yeah. Does like what matters right now? You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not even thinking about like self-care, like detox, but like we haven't been doing a lot of the things, just getting back into like doing meditation. Yeah. It's like a big thing. Cause like you get up and it's like, everything is rush, 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 rush. You literally don't have time to just sit down and just be like, Ugh, okay, let me do what I need to do. So now is like the perfect time, which when you said like people haven't been working, so they going through some other shit. Yeah. Like we 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 literally just sent Kofa going back and getting it because we didn't did so much work in between. We can literally yeah. go pick and choose what we need to, what we need for the you know the moment. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I'm getting back to it, but I haven't been steaming consistently. No. No. But she do take um your iron pills. Yeah. And then also, I, take my I squeeze in <laughs> my beet beet juice for her. Okay. Which, yeah, because I think like the lightheadedness or like passing out that had to do with like, you know, releasing so much. You need to like be replenishing it at the same time. So I Have definitely you heard like. About, um, I'm seeing it right. Don Quai, the root Don Quai. It's really good for like women's wombs. It's a Chinese root, a Chinese okay. herb. Is it? I, I do you put it in the tea? Um, I think they may have a tea. I know you can have a pill. Like I take um, Dr. Axe's multivitamin. Okay. The reason why I like Dr. Axe's multivitamin is because he is into herbs. And so yeah. you know how a lot of multivitamins is just the vitamins. Well, he adds yeah. in the vitamins. So like my multivitamin has turmeric in it, Don Quai. And like here's, how, here's a woman's multivitamin that has a lot of good herbs for women uh, along with the multivitamin. And yeah. I like that because like he, under, like he understands herbs like he he understands it but he also understands science so he brings them together and i really really love that and um is like a really good like i know it's the only reason i'm recommending it because if you are taking your supplements this could just be something you take on the regular every day it's still vitamin but then you're also going to get the benefits of the herb i do think you should get back on your vaginal steaming (laughs) i was thinking about doing one recently and i have to and then um and this is not a sale at all, and but I really uh, would suggest maybe one day uh, trying the Goddess Detox Pearls, and I can send you some if you're willing to try it, only because um, I've, a lot of women have said they have been able, unable to conceive, um, mm-hmm. but they've tried it, and they've been able to conceive, they've mm-hmm. gotten pregnant, or they've either gotten pregnant, like one woman talked about getting pregnant, but it was like a tubal pregnancy, so that had to go, mm-hmm. but that was years after not being able to get pregnant. So for her, okay. it's like she was able to get pregnant, but she's able, she's going to try again. So yeah. like, and the reason I recommend that is because the herbs go straight to the uterus, straight to the vagina. And I would just think that that would be something that could be helpful for you. Um, and it may help with your cycles. And I know that your cycles have been getting better and will continue to get better. But that's just a, a suggestion. And I'm willing yeah. to do that, um, you know, after this podcast. But um, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and now we have some tea because we want to get into some of these questions. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. So, um, okay, so, okay, so Ashley, would you say that you identify as femme? Yes. And Courtney? What do you identify as? If you yeah. <laughs> uh, I just I'm just like masculine presenting 
that's it. Yeah, that's my girlfriend. She's my skin presenter. So yeah. my question is, so I'm when you said that you wanted to carry, I was very shocked. I yeah, said, I really. That's <laughs> different. I've seen it, but I was shocked, and I was like, "Wow, that's different." So why did you want to carry? Like from you, that's just always been a thing from when you were younger. Um, actually, no. I've always wanted to adopt. Um, but just. Like, hearing Ashley's story as a kid, like, being a, a kid in and out the hospital and then eventually having heart surgery, yeah. um, I was like, this what I'm going to do. Like, that's what, I was like, I'm not tripping. I'll, I'll be cute pregnant. You know what I mean? Like, I think I'll be a very cute pregnant woman. So, it was just like, just hearing, like, I'm like, you know what? I, I'll carry the baby just to not put the stress on her body. So, so as y'all know, okay, so I mentioned that I love the love that they show one another, but I love the love that they show one another. <laughs> the fact that you even said that you're willing to carry just for that yeah, reason, you know, sure. I think that's a beautiful thing. And so we want to get a little background on your love story. So when did you guys meet? When did you guys get married? Give us like some information. We met in 2011. Yeah. Uh, we got married in 2016. Yep. So after yeah. five years. Yep. What yes. Made you guys get married. Say that again. What made you guys get married? Oh, um, we had our date. We had our date for years. Like yeah. on this day, we getting married. So two years in, court proposed to me. Yeah. And yeah. then from that moment, we set our date. It wasn't even two years. It was like a year and some months. Yeah. Was it? It was. Fast. It was early as hell. It was real early. Okay. Yeah. And we, we set the date like we set the date that week, and then the date came, and we was like, We're like, Is it? Oh, no. We like, Hold on, because we didn't have like a big wedding, we yeah. wanted to do uh something small because really at the time, like family was tripping, yeah. So we was like, Do we really want to include family? He was like, Nah, we, we'll get married for ourselves, and yeah. so we had a small little intimate wedding with like yeah. just our moms, and yeah. it was super cute. It was, Beautiful. Yeah, it was it was when special. No, like I wanna like be with you for like life. You know? When did you know? Like how did early, you... early, like before the proposal? Way early. We did we did a year of long distance. Wow. And um, I, I figured if we got through that, we probably was gonna be together because that year was crazy. Yeah. Like we didn't really know each other. We was getting to know each other a lot. Like when we met, it was instant like chemistry. But I was only home for, like, the summer. Yeah. So it wasn't, like, a, a long-term thing. We mm -hmm. both kind of was like, ugh, is, are we going to do this? And Ashley was like, I'm down. If you down, I'm like, I'm down. So <laughs> whatever. So I went back to Kentucky where I was going to school. And um, she was like, the first weekend that I can come out there, I'm coming out there, so let me know. So I'm like, all right. I planned it out after, uh, like, spring or fall conditioning. When yeah. we get like a little, when as athletes, you get like a little time before the season start after they didn't kick your ass for six weeks. Yeah. And I was like, you could come out here during this weekend. She was like, bet I'm, I'm booking my flight now. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. So I looked up and she was at the airport. I was like, oh shit. Like, this is real. Like, <laughs> okay. And then we kind of, we did a lot of Skyping. Like I hope, look, i First year was literally like we was on just like this, yeah. Like every day, yes. wow. every day falling asleep on the computer type of thing, yeah. And then um, I came home. I was I finished school in May 2012, and um, 
came home. Ashley was like, I'm gonna have an apartment ready. Like, all you gotta do is get here. So I'm like, bitch. So I, oh, so I think I drove like, like together. Yeah, yeah, we went from like long distance to like, bam. Moving it, yeah. And uh, I drove like 16 hours. We was on the phone the whole time. She was on the phone with me at work. Like, like where you at? Where you at? <laughs> what station <laughs> you in? I and love that. it was beautiful. like instant craziness once I came home. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it's work. I just, we just, I just knew it. I felt it. I, I knew she was going to be my girlfriend, first of all, before she did. She even she, she was getting on my nerves with that. Really? Yes. <laughs> girl, shut like, up. I'll be like, hey, girlfriend. Like, I don't even, like, know her like that, but I just, I just knew She it. was very uh, persistent. Oh, okay. She was like, you're going to be my woman. Yeah. I'm like, girl, you sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, look where you're at now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm very cool, though. I can honestly say I was like, Girl. But inside, I'm like, ah. <laughs> Okay, so this is how I was first introduced to you guys. I don't know how, but I remember somebody has shared the episode where you, because you guys have a podcast. If you don't remember, you guys have a podcast called the Hood and Holistic Podcast. Yeah. And so the episode is when you guys were talking about monogamy and polygamy. Or oh, monogamy. yeah. That was the first episode I ever heard from you. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's what's so up. You guys were talking about monogamy, right? Because yeah. you guys are currently monogamous. And right. right. So how do you, so since 2016 is when you got married, mm-hmm. right? you guys met in 2011. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's basically been nine years now. Yeah. Almost, yeah. So through nine years of monogamy, like, how do you guys keep it fresh? How do you keep it lively? Like, what do you guys do? Or is it just naturally lively? It's naturally lively. Like, I I really feel like me and Ashley, like, both of us, like, going through our whole, like, 20s, we probably were, like, closet freaks. So, like, (laughs) we'll have people that we talk to (laughs) or girlfriends, but we wasn't just going all the way with them. And so when we got together, we just, like, was going all the way with each other. And it's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But it's so weird because our relationship, like, sexually has gotten, like, better and better and better and better and better. It's just, like, we just explore each other more. Yeah, it's, like... It's definitely the like intimacy. we explore each other and also like, you know, the more comfortable you are with a person, you just down for whatever. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Right. let's try this. Well, shit, fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> okay. and, like, and we just do, I I'm mean, it don't matter open. what country we in or where we at, we outside, like it don't matter. Like, it's yeah. like, we married. And yeah. this, even before we was married, we, was just, we were still like exploring each other. It's a lot of exploration. Like, Yes. <laughs> so I think I think that's what it is. And we have fun, I think. Yes. Not for real. Um it's no so. restraints either. Like if it's something that I don't like, it's probably because I haven't tried it because I'm real like I'm this is how I am, you know? Mm-hmm. So actually like like recently she was like, Let me tie you up and I'm like, Hell no, nah, I don't wanna be tied up. Like <laughs> yeah. that's not fun for me because I'm a I forgot what it's called when you like to touch stuff. But uh, I wanna I'm I'm somebody that that like clay and, and like sand yeah. and like I'll sit and do this in the sand for like hours. Yes, yes, I, I work with she, my toes. I'm very that. like that. So yeah. I'm like, I don't it's not gonna benefit me to not be able to touch you while we having sex. And she's like, You don't like your church. And I'm like, All right, so let's do it. Yeah. And so she tied me up and I'm like, So when are we gonna do that again? <laughs> <laughs> 
question. So Courtney, how did you get to a space of, okay, I'm like this. Now I don't think I'm gonna roll with that to being like, I'm in the bed tied up now. Like, did you feel like Ashes, you have to convince her or was it just she was down either way? Because it didn't seem like he was down. Let me tell you, let me tell you about, no, but let me tell you about Court too. She's hilarious. Like she's a comedian. So a lot of things be like, fun and joking and goofy until it's like dead ass serious, serious. like oh yeah. it's popping so yeah. she'll realize and that's kind of a lot of the times like sex just might go that way we like joking like stay you stupid and it's like wow <laughs> <laughs> so, for real so it, it's never like i'm gonna tell you i'm like i'm serious like it's yeah. like, like i'm about to do this and then it's like it starts popping cool. like okay. Like that. It, so, I definitely it, took some sacral work though. Because someone, like sacral. Just uh, like being comfortable with my sensuality. You know what I mean? Like I like I'm a very I would say I'm a very like sensual person naturally, but yeah. I'm not intentionally sexy. I, I'm not intentionally sexual. Mm-hmm. And like what I discovered is with the hormonal imba- imbalance, I actually it's not like I at one point I thought I was asexual. Because yeah. I just wasn't like attracted. Like I'm not just gonna have sex with, you know, it's it's not gonna turn. I don't I don't get turned on like that. Yeah. So it's like, what's wrong with me? But after reading about what's going on with my body, I'm like, oh, that's why. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it takes a little bit more for me to like just get in the mood. Like I'm real not like that. Like okay, I'm just gonna ease right into it. Like I'll ask you like, are you horny? I'm like, nah. Like, but we can do okay. it. Let's do it. Okay, because I was gonna say, if it takes a little bit more, what have have you done to get you to a place of like, okay, I'm I'm here now? Because I know that there are some selfish babes out here that's like, well, I feel the same way. But how did yeah. you, you know, how do you get to that space of still wanting? Like you feel the same way, but you know you want to have sex, but you just don't have that desire. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, so I think I think it's I well in a relationship, it's definitely about like making sure that we're on the same page. Yeah. And so Ashley knows that I'm not in the headspace or I'm not feeling away. She's not she don't push up on me or she's not doing too much. She gives me that space. So yeah. I think it's fair for me, like when I am feeling aroused or feeling away to like, babe, let's like go ahead and like get it popping. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then I also know that I have to be I have to relax. Because I can be very uptight. You know what I'm saying? Like, so in order for me to even get in that sensual mood, I have to just, like, chill the fuck out. And, like, I'm one of the people that used to, like, take on the world's problems. Yeah. So it, like, throws you in this bad headspace and you're depressed and all that shit. So it's really about, like, just let me take the load off. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the house. Like, let me just chill the fuck out and, like, <laughs> get in mode. Like, let me drink some wine. I might have to sip some wine and be like, oh, well, let me hit the tree one time. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but it's definitely things that that I have to, it's mental. So I have to completely, like, clear my mind to get there. Okay. And I feel like sometimes when you guard it, plus you think about all the shit outside the house yeah you can't get it in in the bedroom you can't like you're just not focused on that but i have i literally have to be i learned very early i have to be intentional with sex with her yeah because she would equate sex with love and so like if we wasn't having sex Ah. then i wasn't like loving her or i was looking at other people or like i was she was i wasn't she didn't satisfy me or like so I'm like, nah, that's like, not it. She would cry. Yeah. And I'm like, are you crying? Cause 
because like you think I don't want you, or are you crying because the sex good? Like let's. It's li- it's literally like you don't want me. Yeah, like you. And that's what it is. Like, you know what I mean? She's really... Like, are you not sexually attracted to me? And I'm like, girl, what are you and talking then, about? And like, after I, like, started to learn her more, I got it, you yeah. know? I'm like, oh, okay. You need to, like, you might need a little massage, nigga. Like, just chill. You need I'm a little okay, massage. I get it. So like, now, it's... Ashley, just to interject, so... Cause I, I feel the same way sometimes. Like if you don't want to pop it off with me, I'll be like, is something wrong? Like what's going on? Because yeah. I've been past so I'm bi. And in the past I've been married. I was married to a man before. And like, at one point we just stopped having sex. It was like, for me, it's like this, like in the beginning, like boom, pop, boom, boom, boom. But then I can get bored. Then I don't want to have sex anymore. And then I'm like, uh, like I was never one of those girls where I was like, oh my God, the dick is so good. Like, blah, blah, blah. I was never like that. Yeah. And my friends would always have conversations like that. But I can never relate. I'm like, really? Yeah, right. That good girl. Okay. Oh, like, I can never relate. I'm like, what the fuck am I missing? So then, okay, that didn't work out. I was like the best relationship. That wasn't the healthiest relationship, but I've learned a lot from that. Got divorced. And I got married like at 19, got divorced at 24. My divorce is finally at 24. And then I had met my ex and, you know, we were cool. Like he was, that was a really wonderful, healthy relationship. But during that relationship is when I wanted to explore my attraction to women because I've always been attracted to women, but I never explored it. And so at one point I was telling him, you know, I know we're together and we had plans for marriage, but I was like, just because we're together, you know, I still had, I want to be with a woman on my list. Like just because we're together doesn't mean this just magically erased off my list. And so when we were dating, we're going on about four years you know, I had learned about this woman named Yvonne Whitney. And um, have you heard about her before? The sexual liberated woman. Yes. So she had <laughs> talked about, you know, um, being, she was married, but she was also dating women at the time. And I was like, oh, she's married and currently dating women <laughs> together. Wow. So um, at that point is when um, I was telling my boyfriend at the time, I was like, hey, I want to explore my attraction to women. And, you know, he was okay with it. And so even if he wasn't okay with it, it was still going to happen either way. It's going to happen, yeah. <laughs> I just, um, I need to explore all, I, I like to say for selfish babes, like, um, for self-love for me, people say like finding yourself, I don't think people are like lost. I mean, I know, I know yeah. some people are looking for them, like exploring. I just like to say exploring more of yourself. And for me, it was important for me to explore more of myself. And so at one point I was dating my boyfriend and um, I'd be like, oh, I have a crush on this person. Or I have a crush on this person. Then eventually um, I had a date with my girlfriend and we had gotten along really, really well. And that was when my boyfriend was like, oh, wow, like this is serious. Like she, this is yeah. not yeah. a game for her. Like this is a thing. And so yeah. um, me and my boyfriend, like I ended up breaking up with my boyfriend and it wasn't um, necessarily because of my girlfriend. It was because, because at one point I was dating both of them, a boyfriend and a girlfriend. It okay. was, um, it was time to end the relationship. And yeah. at that time, I had seen an owl, and owl is my spirit animal. And I had seen an owl, and the thought was, you know, why am I still, it was like, why are you still with him? Because there were things that um, he wasn't doing that I learned through my girlfriend that I want all my partners to ever do, yeah. not just this person. You know how certain people get mm-hmm. into a relationship? And so yeah. um, now it's like me and my girlfriend. And um, for me, um, right now we're very monogamous. But um, we are open to polyamory, where we are open to, at one point, we understand that we may have another partner, we may bring another partner in. But we understand that, again, like, 
for us, sex is very intentional as well. We understand like energy and spirituality. And mm-hmm. so it can't just be mm-hmm. any old body. And so right. for me, um, with my girlfriend, I've been able to really, really explore a lot sexually. And that has been very liberating to me. Even the fact of like consistently having orgasms during sex, because that wasn't a thing when, it, when <laughs> I was Again, getting that. It wasn't a thing. And so right. that was new for me. And so because at one point I was like, I'm not enjoying sex. Is there something wrong with me? And I would be really down on myself because I felt like I'm with this person. We're not having sex. Is this how it's going to be for the rest of our lives? That's boring. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I can't do that. I feel that. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, like we're not actively seeking anybody, but we also have the understanding um, that we may be open to other people in the future, whenever that may be. But we would have a discussion okay. and communication about it. It's not just, we just going to randomly bring somebody in. But I'm um, going back to my point. Ashley is like, for me, it's like, I enjoy the sex that my girlfriend gave me. She did some bomb ass pussy. That's just what it is. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if we're not having sex, I'm just like, what's going on? <laughs> you know? and I'm like that. And I'm learning to have patience. Okay, I'm learning how yeah. to have patience. But how did you get to a point of, well, I'm not going to push it on her? Because for me, it's like a drug um, on crack. I'm like, I'm like a person on crack. That's something to say it like that. Okay, yeah. so how did you get to that point of like, being, I understand her more. I'm not going to push it on her. Because I had to like make sense of it. If this, to me, bad sex is, is when y'all have sex, like the chemistry is not there. Yeah. Like you're not getting off. Like y'all not making that connection. Um, and I'm like, you know what? When we do link up, it's bomb as fuck. Yeah. So it's not, you know, you know when the, when when the sex is like dead and it's dry and it's like it's not popping. Like you kind of just stop. Like all right, we can just wrap this. Yeah, up. Like, you know what I mean. Yeah. It was never like that. So that kind of let me know it's not that she is not sexually attracted to you. She might be depressed. She might be tired. She might be sad. She might be. <laughs> You know, sleepy, which that's probably number one. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? So it's like, so I had I had to, oh, to learn like this nigga is sleepy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and Courtney likes to fondle, like that's her tea. Like I don't know if like she's like, okay, I'm like kinda having sex right now and I'm like, <laughs> I just like to touch. But like she touch and she likes to smell and touch and like <laughs> And like, and then I'm like, that's wonderful, but you sleep. Okay. And I'm like, girl, you just smelled all up in my cat. And then I'm down there, grab my ass, rub my breast, the whole thing. And you got you ready. Yeah, you ready. And then now you sleep. I'm ready. And she sleep. I'm like, I, I got you tomorrow, though. Because okay. I ain't going to be ready. <laughs> How about that? So, it worked out. Because okay. now, I'm like... I'm going to sleep as well. Okay. <laughs> I'm sleeping. Okay. So that's how it is, girl. We've been together for nine years. Like, yes. It, it's, and it's, then if we have too much sex, Ashley will definitely be like, all right, we can't. I close the shop down. Like, really? Let me tell you something about court. She'll you jump know, up uh, and down uh, 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 your uh, shit every day if, yeah. if I let her put a little friend on and she'd be like gang gang it's done like i'm like no you're not gonna jump up and die oh, and a half. <laughs> she need rest i'm like girl she but, really like that i think i think i just really realized like her little quirks and yeah. her little things you know what i mean and i'm like 
It really is sleepy. Yeah. So basically, you're uh, like, she's telling the truth. Let me just accept that. Yeah. Like, it's not, it has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with our relationship. It has nothing to do with another person. Like, it's, she's literally sleepy. Like, it's okay. And then once I really realize I'm going to be with her for the rest of my life, now I really don't give a shit. It's like, <laughs> we have the rest of our life to fuck. We can have sex today. You're that's cool we don't have sex tomorrow that's fine because we like it's there like the sexual tension is always there like we flirt in the yeah. house and we very playful very playful we we, yeah we sex <laughs> all the time like, so it keep it spicy yeah and then even if like oh my god we have a whole set of like oh when you come home blah, blah, blah. Yes. that don't happen but <laughs> I might go to sleep. But yeah, like that was an insecurity. Yeah. And I had to like that's something within me I had to check. So Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Cause I think I think for me too, it does bring up uh, a sense of insecurity of just like not feeling like enough. And so yeah. I'm glad that you were able to talk about that and you know help me as well as help another <laughs> Absolutely. I wanna talk about uh the Hood and Holistic podcast. Can you tell us just about what is Hood and Holistic? Why did you call it Hood and Holistic and what made you guys start a podcast? Oh, what should we start? Okay, so it started. It started. Um it was what were we, we were at home. Yeah, we were, um, we were at home uh, during Hurricane Harvey. Hurricane Harvey. Uh, pretty safe. Yeah. Um, and just was talking on IG, just kind of have the the thing, the like hands free rolling like while we were just talking about yeah. different shit, and uh, a lot of people was listening. Yeah. And a uh, hood, hood and holistic itself, we just used to hashtag that because like I feel like we didn't really fit into the like spiritual communities that we were navigating at the time. And yeah. then we also didn't fit in with like the hood shit. Cause we wasn't just on hood stuff all the time. Like even though yeah. we both kind of hood, we wasn't on it all the time. Like yeah. I, I'm literally going around my homeboys and we passing the sleep, but we talking about like, uh, I'm talking about like loving women and your, yeah. your issues with your mother. And you know, yeah. you know, it ain't like, yeah. shut up. But I, to me like yeah. y'all might need and I want to see y'all doing good so it was literally like just a, the theme you know what I'm saying of what we yeah. do like yeah on Instagram and on Snapchat and when we started talking we noticed like people was really tuned in yeah and they were like y'all voices are this is before a podcast was just like a, a thing. thing yeah they was like y'all voices are super soothing and what y'all talking about it makes it easy to listen to it yeah, and it was so, like the screen was black. Like we'll yeah, just put the phone down and just be talking, and people were responding to it and they were listening. And I'm yeah. like, so we've been saying hood and holistic though. Yeah, it's like, like we've we've been around like the conscious black community. Yeah. Been blackballed from that and he, back at home. Right. He was wasn't really blackballed. Shit, they because like, <laughs> it was legend. They blackballed the shit out of us. Anytime you refund my money and tell me I can't attend your event, yeah, was, that was you blackballed us. Wow. So we tried that, and then like, <laughs> um, the Pan African community. Yeah. Uh, we were just which, pitching that man. You know, we were just trying to find our space. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like nobody we have space to for we us. actually have to create this space because yeah. like we're still like women and we still lesbians. You know what I mean? And it's like although we have these practices, like everybody is not 
going to be just 100% welcoming. So they'll be nice in your face, but it'll be, you, you'll get slighted in yeah, ways where you yeah. like, oh, so if Core was a guy, you would have, be fine. Yeah, did, like, you yeah, know, yeah. and it was just a lot, like, in yeah. these, like, these communities that we were, like, meeting, like, just organically, and it's like, mm. not, it's not for us, not, it's not for us, all right, we have to make this space, and that's what Hood and Holistic is, like, and, be, and we kind of extended our reach with the yeah. podcast, because um, a lot of stuff that we was doing is, like, pop-ups and stuff like that, which is, like, super local, and yeah. so with the podcast, it allowed us to have a, a fan base in Los Angeles, yeah. um, South Africa, yeah. um dc atlanta chicago so it kind of gave us arms yeah and um i don't think we even realized it until we moved to la and people noticed us and we like this la you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> like people in houston will walk by us right people out here was like oh my god so we was like yeah. like oh okay this is something so yeah. we like even now we we are just coming into discovering that weird thing because yeah. it was super organic like I'm, I was begging Ashley for us to buy a mic yeah and she was like it costs x amount of dollars and I'm yeah. like it'll be an investment like yeah and it'll be worth it yeah. and we are we we literally had we was bumping heads with the mic thing yeah so I'm like I think I got a bonus at work and I was like all right I'm gonna go buy the mic yeah. we go get the mic yeah and she was like okay so I brought the mic home I wanted to do music at first yeah. So she gave me the okay to get the mic, got the mic, brought the mic home. I'm like, all right, we gonna call it this, Hood and Holistic. So people was like, oh, I like that. You know, it was catchy. Yeah. And um, from that, it just grew legs and started running. Like, I don't even think the podcast walked. Yeah. It started it running. So now, yeah. Like, once we combine, like, um, an Instagram following with, like, listeners, it kind of, like, went... Yeah. It was like, I'm telling my mom about you. I'm telling my, my friends about you. All my cousins listen to you. Like, da, da, da. we was like, okay. Like, yeah. it's cool. Like, so it's a thing. Like, and we kind of like, it's it's more like a lifestyle. Like, people yeah. feel like we, I, I, we always wanted people to feel like they was in our house. Yeah. Like, we was having a round table discussion. Y'all just listening though. But yeah. like, it was yeah. for everybody. Because I think some of the stuff that we talk about in the confines of our own home, people needed to hear. Yeah. So it was like, and it was stuff we was going through. So yeah. like, let's put it out there. I agree with that. I'm glad that you guys started the podcast and still have it going. Um, for me, when I hear Hood and the Holistic, I just think about the duality and spirituality. Because I understand when you talk about certain communities and not being accepted. And um, I just feel like sometimes when we talk about spirituality or anything like that or being holistic, it's like um, it could just be in a box. And it could be just mm-hmm. narrow-minded um and so i like that you guys combine hood and holistic because for me it shows the duality it shows yeah. you this and do this and, and still be like this it doesn't just right. have to talk one way where all i'm doing all day is saging and doing yoga right but i also like to listen to trap music or i also like to go. listen to trying to say and it's okay it's exactly. not i have to be like this and that's mm-hmm. and i look down at the other person doing this you right know? absolutely so, I'm happy that you guys uh, started that. Now, what would be some holistic practices that you guys talk about or do? Oh wow, um, we we have we have our rituals like that. <laughs> yeah, like um, we have our our altar over there, and we you know it, we have a lot of 
like holistic like things we do just even our diet is mm-hmm. like you know holistic super um, plant-based yeah we, we don't really we don't cook meat in our home like mm-hmm. um just for like our own i don't know meat kind of grossed me out to cook it i don't know it's weird <laughs> But um, like, but like, definitely like burning, burning your sage and burning your cal- callow. Um, we have bowls. Um, yeah, people know we have jewelry at Co. We have crystals everywhere. Literally out of the um, house, walking yeah. around outside with you know putting your feet in the ground. Um, yeah. your yoga. Me, I do light therapy. Um, I'm yeah. big. We big on smells, so it's certain things that we have to have in the house. Yeah. Um lavender we have an herb bar over here yeah just like things um i would say things to keep us in a good headspace that we didn't even realize were considered holistic yeah um you know what i'm saying until you get into it it's like like, oh "Oh, we already doing that you know what i mean like when we was thinking about prayer and meditation or prayer Mm -hmm. yeah prayer and meditation or speaking affirmations it was like they go hand in hand Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like um journaling Writing down, writing down what you want to see, your vision board. Tarot. Definitely yeah. dipping down. <laughs> like, I mean, all that. Yeah. All of it. A I have a question. Range. You mentioned the altar. What's the altar? The altar that we have is pretty much our sanctuary for our ancestors, where we like pay homage to the people that's for the spirits that are leading us to our destination and making sure that we're safe yeah. and keeping us grounded okay keeping us in check yes Um, i don't know if people follow the podcast but on our cover art we have our mask which is like all of our warriors everybody that protect us you know what i'm saying yeah it's some hair up there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for real. Like, so and we, we, put, we put money on our altar, like, Crystals, it's herbs over there, like, court, like, a, you know, set up a plate. If we have dinner, she might leave a plate out, like, for the ancestors, so. Yeah. Okay, so did y'all both start that altar at the same time, or was it one of somebody else's idea over somebody over like who started oh, altar? i think we always said we needed an altar like the altar part we we kind of we kind of came together with it and was like we need to create this space yeah you know and then um i kind of just adding stuff i kind of like, yeah, gathered like meaningful things yeah yeah, and we how had our you, own things to the altar i was gonna say how did you come about knowing about ancestors altars that would be ashley she started reading about hoodoo because I'm, yeah. I'm a logic person like I'm not thinking about that kind of stuff so uh, but what what ended up happening was a lot of the stuff that I was into as far as like the politics and, and, and following what was happening in the world I knew nothing about directly aligned with what she was studying yeah so it was like oh so she would tell me what she was studying and I would tell her what I was studying and they were like this but they weren't the same thing yeah so she was figuring out like um how to come into spirituality yeah and and i think i was figuring out like what does that feel like for us yeah and we kind of met in the middle of that you know what i mean like you know what i mean like this is what she was like this is how you do this and then like she taught me a lot yeah like i didn't i couldn't even sit still to meditate yeah and she was like, that's because you got too much on your mind. Your mind belongs to the world, girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got to give up the world. Yeah. And so, and go within. 
And so, yeah, like, I think she started a lot of, of, a the, lot like, of the, like, the yoga and also, like, meatless, like, not eating meat, incorporating like vitamins, the herbs. Yeah. Like, she got into all that. Like, Ashley was reading those type of books. And me, I'm reading about, like, Biko and Angela Davis. And, like, you know, it was we was doing two different things, but they were, like, so intertwined. I was going to say, it's good that you guys look together, though, because then you guys can share, you know, what one is reading over what the other one is reading. And instead of one having to go through those books as well, it's like you yeah. guys um, are acting as a team, you know? Yeah. yeah. So what book, Ashley, um, were you reading that got you started? Do you remember? Um, yeah. Uh, I, it's, um, it's I actually have it, um, but it is four the four seasons of of hoodoo i believe um but she goes through the different seasons and things that you can do during that season um on a spiritual level be it like diet or be it like things you can do in your house like for an example um like mopping with pine yeah you know and opening your windows and opening the door and like you know, or just, um, just it's just all kind of things where you like, oh my God, I saw my grandmother doing that. Did she yeah. even know what she was doing? Because a lot of stuff was passed down to us yeah. that came from like hoodoo and we don't even know it, you know? And it's like just incorporating like those certain foods, you yeah. know, certain, um, you know, black eyed peas and, and why yeah. we ate black eyed peas and why we, you know, eat, um, collard greens and like just different teas like just all these different like things you know and that's kind of how I I started and I got like a few of her books yeah um yeah and it resonated with me like so much like it felt familiar I like that I'm gonna um just for the selfish reasons that are listening at the end we're gonna get that book and then we're also going to add some of the books to the uh, selfish. I'm looking at the book. I can literally grab the book. <laughs> so, I got um, you. I just asked that because, like, you know, I, I'm always curious to know how people got started on, like, their own personal spiritual journey. And for those that are listening, Selfish Babe, so, like, hoodoo is, like, African-American, like, spiritual tradition where we use, like, the roots. People say the roots, but it's using the, the earth. Whatever the earth has, combining mm-hmm. it using your power of prayer and optimizing it and yes and making shit happen basically yes that's what hoodoo is to simply put and so i'm just always curious to know how other people got started on their spiritual journey because for me like having an ancestor altar so big like i'm super big on ancestor veneration super big on you know providing the food for the ancestors when you mentioned like courtney having out a plate and stuff it's so important it's so important especially during these times i have mentioned like it's just so important to build your spiritual army and your ancestors mm-hmm. are your first spiritual army. And so it's just, mm-hmm. you know, to make shit happen here in this physical realm, you know, they work in the spiritual realm for you. And mm-hmm. before shit even happens, a lot of stuff happens in the spiritual unseen world. And when mm-hmm. that shit is happening, then we see the physical reality of it. And so mm-hmm. uh, for my selfish babes, listen, it's like when we want to change shit, going to our ancestors and um, really building a connection with them is just so important so that we mm-hmm. can really see some things shift in our life. And that doesn't mean, especially for my selfish babes, that may be very religious. That doesn't mean you're, for, you're, like, you're giving up your religion, okay? We have yeah. a lot of Christians that also had ancestors 
ancestor altars. And so yes. I, always, I like to say that because some people think, oh, that devil's work. I can't, I can't. Yeah. It's important because I don't, they don't realize like when you, when you're at church, they, in, I've grew up in the Baptist church. You have altar call, come up to the altar. Yeah, you have that. Lay everything at the everything down at the altar. Like I've never been inside of a Baptist church that didn't have the altar call. Yeah, like at some point of the service. Yeah, so the dancing, the singing, the the yeah, the the prayer, the stomping, the dancing, the speaking in tongue, the like like they literally like I that that's one thing that I never did is like that's Christianity because yeah. I understood, I understand how intertwined it is. It's just a matter of unlearning certain things, you know what I mean? Like looking at one person as your savior versus looking at it within and yeah. finding the savior complex for yourself. Because mm-hmm. yeah. we can, we we usually have that savior complex for everybody else because we feel like we we have to follow this thing. Yeah. But you don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've been contemplating uh, reading the whole Bible just because I know it's whatever's being, whatever's happening right now, it's already been written. Yeah. And the Bible is probably the closest thing I could get to understanding some things, which I know a lot of stuff is lost in context, you know what I mean? Like yeah. in translation, but. My grandma, uh, who has been passed on, you know, my friend, my friend is a wonderful channeler. She was channel spirit, she will channel ancestors, she will channel the great Oshun. And so, yeah. like, she was like, Your grandma wants you to read the Bible. I said, I laughed. Because my grandma knows my ass ain't motherfucking. <laughs> but I got the fucking Bible and I was just like, What? And she was like, Yeah, read the words in red, read the words that Jesus said. Yeah. And then I remember a time again, something that happened. So I had to, I called on my friend. I was like, I need you to do this reading for me. Okay, I need to know what to do. And so uh, before the reading ended, my grandma was like, and don't forget to read your Bible. And yeah. I laughed because like, you know, because my grandma is one ancestor I work with very closely. Like she is yeah. like, the, like the, the gatekeeper. She is the one yeah. that is there. Like I need yeah. to be talking to her if I want to yeah. make shit happen. And so for me, it's like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to read the motherfucking Bible. And I'm going to read yeah. the grandma's yeah. words yeah. <laughs> that Jesus said. Right. And you know, I have been doing that and it has, def- and I, she told me to do that for spiritual understanding, mm-hmm. to open up my spiritual awareness because, um, she's like, if I have a question, like flip through and, and find the words in red. And so mm-hmm. I, I will say that I have had some spiritual understanding and some stuff that I just could not understand on my own. And it wasn't yeah. until that I read certain things that I got it, that it made yeah. sense to my, my own personal spirituality. But mm-hmm. it wasn't like, I'm like, okay, now I'm a Christian now. It's like, no, I'm going to use this tool and I'm going to use it in a way that's uplifting to me. Right. Yeah. Just like, as you said, like I, I can, I've been to the spot where I bashed Christianity. I've been to the mm-hmm. spot because at one point I was like, not sure what I was. Was I Christian? Was I atheist? Was mm-hmm. I Seventh Day? You know, I hung out with a lot of Christians at the time, and I was like, "Oh, this is not for me." And then yeah. when I learned about African spirituality, when I learned about ancestor veneration, I was like, "This is it. This this makes sense yeah. to me." Mm-hmm. So yeah. Now being able, even in Hoodoo, the Bible is used a lot. The Psalms are used a lot for prayer, and that's what they yeah. were. They're literally a spell book. Yeah. Yes. The whole book of Psalms is yes. a spell book. Yeah. Yes. It yeah. is. Yeah. Christianity is definitely a part of Hoodoo. They literally like just copied a few of the most important texts yeah. and put them in, you know, put it in the Bible with squish some other things together. And, yeah, once you break it down, it's like, oh, okay, I get it. Very true. But yeah. um, for the Selfish Babes, you know, I have my ancestors connecting video on YouTube, so you guys can search that. I want to get into um, what you guys do. Now, I know you guys have, is it Ashton Cole? 
That's it. Ash Aiko. Ash Aiko. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Ash, what is that? Explain that. So Ash Aiko is we we make adornments. Yeah. Um, crystal adornments, and we've also have like herbs on there at some point but the herbs got so crazy because i had it on youtube and it was scammers coming through but that's a different story okay <laughs> but <laughs> scammers. um actually it's like the, those are our offerings like it's so mm -hmm. difficult to release our crystals in the world because <laughs> um, once we we're get currently like, hoarding so much oh okay <laughs> yeah once, once we get 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 our babies just, and we cleanse them and everything, it's like, oh, you know. But um, that we we create adornments. Yeah. It was like our first. That's our first, our first thing that we started baby. doing together was like creating jewelry. Yeah. And so um, we went through a period of time where we weren't creating anything, and somebody reached out to us and asked us, "Could we make an African mask?" Yeah, and uh, we was like, yeah, we can make an African mask. Where we make it happen, and when we made it, it like rekindled our spirit to like create. And at the time, we were exploring uh, healing crystals and yeah. using them for certain reasons, or as I would say, for certain like protection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we would put them in our pockets, so we would wash them, or we yes. would lose, we them. lose them, or we would eat. My, I had a little, a little puppy. Baby. Yeah. He'll eat them. Like just, <laughs> I had to get it out of his mouth, and so we decided, like, oh, we already make jewelry. Let's see. Let's if see we if we incorporate the two, put them together for yeah. ourselves. It wasn't even to sell. Yeah. It was so that we could wear it. Yeah. And that's, some somebody reached out to us again yeah. and was like, "Hey, I got a friend that does events, and uh, he would love to have vendors." And we was like, "This must be a sign." Because yeah. ain't nobody been checking for our jewelry for two years. Yeah. And now we didn't got back to back. He said, if y'all get inventory, y'all can bend by January. Mm -hmm. And so I think it was November. And so we just started going hard. And we got so much love. Yeah. He was like, can y'all come back next month? And so we we just, we didn't put it we, down. We just kept going. We've changed how we present it, you know. Yeah. Um, where we used to do a lot of pop-ups and it's funny that this is happening because last year I was like Ashley we got to get away from doing pop-ups yeah because we have a following online now we can get online and we can sell yeah and so Ash was like oh she was really like torn with the idea of not doing the face-to-face -face. yeah and I and I said okay this is what we gonna do we're gonna put everything on on everything that we have on the site we're gonna put it online yeah. And we just gonna market it and we're gonna see what it do. And we we did tremendously well. Yeah. And like from there it was like, all right, we got a new direction and how we gonna move the jewelry. So yeah. we don't have to like hoard everything to one spot and get there and there's nobody there or yeah. like, you know, pay pay for the event mainly and yeah. people don't buy your stuff. So it's like we have too many people that really like what we do and we're too cool to not be seen. Like what are you doing? Like, like this stuff is too, that's the a wonderful too way of thinking. Yeah, like we're too. This jewelry too cool it's to not people don't see it. Like, yeah. So yeah. So it was. It, it was. It's really like our metaphysical space. Met, yeah, we was like, going through like the journey, and then was kind of like bringing people, people in it. with us. Yeah. Because they like, so, like this. What does this do? When we what started doing mean? the crystal jewelry. People wasn't really like on it, you know, and yeah. it was like, well, what is this? And what does that mean? And so we like 
basically hipping everybody to it, even like cleansing the space. Yeah. So like we were, you know, showing people how to cleanse their space and what they could cleanse their space with. So it wasn't only just crystal jewelry, we but was, we had sage. Thing. We was wrapping yeah, we, sage. we was wrapping our own sage, drying it out. Uh, we had our yoni steams. Yeah. Um, okay. Detox we were, teas. Detox teas. Yeah. Um, bath soaks. Yeah, so just a place to um, completely like just zen your whole space and your whole for like us. aura out. That's and it was it. specifically for us. Yeah. Because yeah. when we were going to find these things, we would have to go into people's space and you might not be greeted. Yeah. Because you, what? Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like those metaphysical stores. The metaphysical yeah. stores are white. Like black yeah. people weren't, we couldn't find nothing. Yeah. And so it got to a point before we moved, people was like, y'all need a store. Yeah. He's like, we'll be back. Like, yeah, they still. We were like, we'll be back. And I mean, all this is happening, so I'm definitely thinking the opportunity is there for us to go back and put out our stake in the ground in Houston. Yeah. But it was definitely like a need for us to create a space where, yeah. where black people feel comfortable even discussing spirituality. Yeah. On a different level. So like Ashley Cole and Hood and Holistic, they go together. They brother and they sister. Brother and sister. They brother and sister. I have a question. So Okay, so if I went to, does Hood and Holistic have a website? Yes. yes. If I went there, what am I going to see? Just like, it's like more like blog. Yeah. And okay. where you could actually see the podcast. You could you can you get can. the link to where you can see it and then you can like listen to it on whatever platform you want. Yeah. And we also have like, we, we tried to, we want to develop an app at some point. Yeah. More like a dating app, but it's like. You could go in there and create a whole profile and like talk to people like a forum. Yeah. Like interactive, just in case like Instagram or Twitter or something like that crash. Yeah. <laughs> and our people still want to come, you know, talk and see what we're doing. We got a whole like little forum in there you can talk to us. Like stuff. that. Yeah. And now what's the website if I wanted to get the sage and I wanted to get the jewelry? We so we don't do sage anymore. Okay. Yeah, we don't. Because yeah, it got. I remember I told you it got. It got a little crazy. We stopped doing like. Okay. The but far as with our crystal adornments, um, that's xoashayco.com. Okay, I'll add the website below. Now I want to get into the journals that you guys have because okay. first of all, like the fact that y'all do business together, I think is cool. And, you know, there was a point where I was doing business with my ex and we're still business partners. Like we're still great friends to this day and we're still business partners. But just like, you know, being able to navigate as a couple, but then also navigating as business partners, you know, yeah. and I think that's what you guys are doing that. And so what started, what's the name of the journals and what started you to create that? Okay, so this is gonna, that's a whole nother journey with the, with the journals. <laughs> okay, so Love Yours is what the journals are called. Yeah. There's one that's for couples and one that is for self-care. They're both on Amazon. Yeah. If you type in love yours, they come right we're going to come right up. Okay. Um, what happened was we, we were married for one year mm -hmm. and that was really, really tough. The first year of marriage was hard. So we ended up going to marriage counseling. Mm -hmm. And from there we got these tools, yeah. like we need to communicate better. You know, we need to, you know, be, we need to journal. We need to express how we feel. We need a place to write these things down. So everything that, once we got out of that space, completely out that space, we like, our people need to sue. Yeah. Like, you know, we, we trying to get basically everything that has worked for us that keeps us 
like communicating well, keep us like having longevity. I know a lot of people like black lesbian couples, they don't see that. They don't know how to navigate in those spaces and they're not sure about spirituality or, you know, how, you know, we all we're known for is like being sexual and uh, you hauling and dating <laughs> from this person to that person and yeah. drugs and like all these negative things. Yeah. And so it's like, we have to give you guys these tools yeah. that we don't have. So we had this, um, and even with some journals, it's like he and her. They're very gender based. Very gender based. You know what I mean? And so it's like we have to we ha we literally have to create things for us. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. Like we create Love Yours is like a genderless like journal to where to men, to women, people somebody non binary. Non -binary. Yeah. If y'all feel comfortable talking to each other, we're not gonna make you uncomfortable trying to do it. So we just completely removed all of that and we took some questions that we had for each other that that came up in therapy, mm -hmm. um, that came up after therapy, before therapy, and we just like put them all down, right? And so we start going through them like we need open-ended questions to where people yeah. will will converse after they will they will start a conversation after they journal, mm -hmm. yeah. and we want it to be interactive to where I gotta if I do my journal today, yeah. you gotta do it today too. Yeah. Then you read what I wrote, and I read what you yeah. wrote, and now we can you know it opens up the lines of communication. So love yours is literally like a tool that Ooh, we cool. needed. Yeah, that we needed that first. We, that people ask us so many questions. It's like you know what. We need to get them yeah. something that they don't got to ask us. They can ask each other. Because a lot of times you want to ask your spouse, but you feel like, uh, I don't want to ask them that. Yeah. But this is going to force you to like answer, answer it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah. it's like, it's, we dug a little deeper. So it wasn't just like, what's your favorite color? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like, what's your childhood traumas? Like, yeah. You know, or something that you still hold on to. Yeah. Like, um, do you resent me for anything? If so, why? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we're like, talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. But it's important because I think that we had got so far in our relationship that the stuff that was really eating at us and bothering us, it, it felt taboo to talk about. Mm -hmm. And so the first time that we was opening up a lot of wounds, it was in therapy. We had been together five years. Mm -hmm. Was so the wound like, mainly based in childhood? Um, No. Okay. I, I can't say that, um, but that it starts there. It's, I think <laughs> Every, that, everything as a result. That has kind of to do like, with like character and yeah. understanding who you're with. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. if you don't understand that part, then you don't under, understand me as an adult yeah. and how I navigate through life. And so I probably I also don't understand myself either and why I do certain shit yeah. and how you know how I do it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, you your your words of affirmation because you didn't hear yeah. that growing up mm -hmm. yeah. or you did and you're used to it and now you don't hear it at all but it's it all like goes together and just going back into understanding like why you are how you are <laughs> yeah you yeah. didn't just you're just not this like 28 year old person you know yeah. They say we just like grown kids. Yeah. Very true. Um, yeah. What made y'all decide we're going to go to therapy and we're going to save this versus calling it quits? That first piece. Oh, because we loved each other. They're like, that was no, I'm going to say, I'm going to be honest. In therapy, the first thing our therapist said is, he said, well, 
Oh, Y'all love each other. Yeah. So that's good. Because he was like, you got some people that come in there and he's like, I don't know why the hell. Y'all <laughs> even together. Y'all like, do not need, to, need be to be together. So we loved each other. That was never in question. But and it we, was like we, something we, we wasn't just getting. Bumping heads. It and it was, was a, it was a communication issue. And it was an issue with um, not attentively like listening. And actually, like taking it in and sitting with it, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean, like and not being offended by it. Yeah, yeah. like act, having those conversations where you don't have to be defensive because I'm not attacking you. I'm just merely expressing how I feel. Yeah, you know. And so we had to. I think that's a whole learning lesson in itself. Understand that the person that's with you and love you is not attacking you. Like, not attacking no, you at all. Yeah. Like this is not yeah. an attack. Like yeah. anything we started seeing that as more like re- more room to grow mm-hmm. versus like, oh, I got to get defensive. I'm going to argue with you. Cause I'm not, and I was like, no, I don't want to argue. Like, yeah. I feel like we needed a mediator. We did. Like that was, actually that was, are two alphas. So mm-hmm. two, two women that's real, like I'm used to being in the front. So mm-hmm. I had to learn how to be in the back. <laughs> her be in the front. And she also had to let me, yeah we definitely needed a mediator and we did not have the tools yeah. so we went to marriage counseling after we got married he was like no y'all should have got here before y'all got married mm-hmm. so we could have been equipped with these tools beforehand yeah. So there was a medium that showed up in our life too. That, we did have a medium that showed up in our life randomly out the blue. She showed up first. Thing. And yeah. then she told she actually told us when I'm done with y'all, y'all never hear from me again. And we've, and we've never, never heard, heard from her. her again. But we rolled into therapy. Yeah. I think about her often. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I miss Kim. Yeah. She, she was in, all the way in the UK. She messaged me on YouTube and she lived in the UK and she was like, I hope this is not awkward. And then it was a whole thing. She popped up and disappeared. But she channeled like Courtney's uncle. Yeah, she was doing some Like, stuff. it was a lot. She was like, I think I'm more so here for you. And I was like, you probably are. Yeah. I was not interested, first of all. She was actually strange. Yeah. And then <laughs> she yeah, said she something one day. She said something one day and I was like <laughs> <laughs> She was like, I'm actually here for you. Yeah. And when she when she started talking about my uncle, I was like, Oh, okay, you here for me. Yeah. You here and I like that you guys are um eventually open to that. Like I think people that are honest and good character when it comes to they do have this gift of being able to channel spirit. And mm-hmm. being able to tell you what it is is very helpful. Just very helpful for your life. Yeah. Um, but I think the the love yours journal, like the fact that you guys made it um, genderless and yeah. not just he and she and anybody yeah. who is loving anybody can feel good. Like that's yeah. amazing. And yeah. I need to go check that out on Amazon. <laughs> yes. And get you, okay, quarantine and journal with your boo because a lot there of people are singing. A lot of people are saying there's some divorces that are about to be happening. It is. I'm here in the outside of my window. <laughs> like, girl, where am I? Out? Like, I've never heard these people. And I'd be like, arguing. Girl. Y'all, let's come really? together. So For instead real. of arguing with your quarantine bay, y'all need to come <laughs> together. So y'all need to go to Amazon.com and y'all need to search love yours and get love your journal especially if you really love yours yeah the journal because i think exactly that's 
Um, a lot of times, you know, people don't talk about even want to go to therapy or they don't have, think they don't have the time or they don't have the funds. I think mm-hmm. this can definitely be a great alternative to uh, couples therapying together at home, especially mm-hmm. when it's quarantine. So I think that you guys creating that is just super, super special. And um, just to wrap this up, I just want to say, okay, so you guys show so much love to each other on Instagram. And I just love that. And what <laughs> one question is, what made you guys so comfortable doing that? Because for me, I'm like, I don't know. I think back in the day, like on Facebook, it would be on Facebook. On Facebook, <laughs> I would post who I was with and post yeah. little photos. But after, like on Instagram, I don't do that. Like I may post in the stories, but I don't post like on my page. And then if yeah. I post, I'm not tagging. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not tagging. So that thing is like, what made you so comfortable? Because I'm always thinking, oh, like posting like, you know, who I'm with and stuff like that. Like even if I don't tag, sometimes I just, I don't want to. I don't, and I always think of, oh, well, what if something happens and I have all these photos with this person, you know, and then, you know, mm-hmm. the whole taking down, because I've been married before and I've had, I've done the whole taking mm. down this process, taking yeah. down the whole album. And so I personally don't do it anymore, but I love to see love. And I yeah. love, love that you guys show, the, the, the way that you guys um, take the pictures or just show love to one another and express your love on social media. I love to see that. And so when did you guys start doing that? And like, how did you feel comfortable to even do that? It was definitely like gradual. Yeah, um, it took some time. I, we definitely had the pictures of like just our hands holding each other's uh-huh. hands. Like, yes. Just like the legs crossed over. <laughs> shoes. Yeah, <laughs> we had, we, we went through that phase. Um, but after a certain time, it's like, you just don't give a damn. Yeah. yeah. You don't think about it either. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not a thought. I don't I don't think about like posting pictures with my wife, you know? Yeah, or even when we were let's take it back five years ago. I don't think about like, should I post this? Like, no, it's like I am proud to be a woman. So I think I think you know. I think Ash was more into the pictures than I was. Yeah. Because there was a point in time when I was like, I don't want to take no pictures. Like I'm just off that. And then I like I just started taking selfies last year. Yeah. Like I really was taking selfies. Yeah. Um, but like the pictures of us became a thing for me because I didn't really see like representation. And then I would see so many people saying like when they post a girl, they lose followers. Really? And I'm yeah, hell yeah. Like even one of the biggest um like painters, lesbian painters said when she was posting her wife at first, she would lose followers. And I'm like, damn, that's and the Atlanta and have bought some of their artwork. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She said that and it was like, damn, like so I make sure that I'm putting all putting it in everybody's face. Like yeah. so if you if you don't want to be here, if leave. you're not a supporter, like you can just leave right now. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not a true supporter, because this is like a huge part of my life yeah, like this is everything literally is like a toss a back and forth with us like yeah. we don't hide anything from each other like when it comes to like we just started like like separate projects right yeah. but we still are very like i got it go through her first or it go through me first like yeah. so this is my first line so everybody gotta see it i'm just i'm just i feel like actually like our relationship i look at it as artwork and it's just worthy of being displayed, not in a braggadocious way, but more so like I'm proud of something I created. Yeah, I didn't I mean, have this when I grew it's up. It's black so. love, and then like you just you just didn't see it. Like, yeah, like <laughs> you know? like so. yeah, we can't hide ourselves. Somebody actually told us that like y'all gotta step in front. 
And then at some point, yeah, at at (laughs) one point, like, we will post here and there, like, cute little pics here and there, but at some point, it got to a point where it's like, no, y'all have to post all the time. Yeah, y'all. Like, y'all need to get from behind the scenes and get in the front. Because we didn't want to be in the front. Yeah. We didn't want to be yeah, yeah, somebody told us that. Somebody told us he that. Was, he, was, he lives in Houston, but he's from here. Yeah. And he was like, y'all gonna go far together, but y'all can't be shy to be in front of the camera. Like, yeah. He was like... Because we, right. we wanted other people to model our stuff and other people to put our jewelry on it. Other people... But, like, still give model. what we give? Yeah. We wanted them to look like us and do what we do. Yeah, like, we... Yeah. we literally, our first photo shoot was a, a couple. A straight a couple that looked straight just like couple. us. One, you know, two brown people, one had locks, and we did a photo shoot of them. And in some scenes, they aesthetically, look like us. it's like yeah. some scenes you might think it's us, but it's not. So yeah. it's like we had to come out of that. It was like, yeah. to where it's like, no, y'all need y'all to make it tea. Like, yeah. And that's when we actually start to see like the growth and the yeah. recognition. Like, like, okay, this what people yeah. want to see. Oh, this is nice. Yeah. This easy. I like that you guys show your love. I think it's so beautiful. And we're <laughs> talking about not just black love, but like black lesbian love and making right. it look so fucking good. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> like, I love that because honestly, yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm not saying I follow a lot of pages, but it's just like, I don't remember seeing a lot of pages. Like exactly. That. Like, yeah. black lesbian love, but that was, and, and I agree with him in terms of being consistent, like seeing it over yeah. and over and over again. You know what I'm trying to say? I like. See. I haven't seen that and so you know um i agree with him in terms of being in the front and and mm-hmm. just being unapologetic and just showing who you are right away and if people don't like it they can just be like okay yeah because we like we like our families exactly our families treat us like they like we came from each like i can go chill with ashley family without ashley she could go to be at my mama house for yeah. days without me like yeah. i don't care what the world think like the people that matter the most, they cool. They love it. They love they it. They want to see it. Like, yeah. my mom was like, I'm so glad I get to see you on Instagram because y'all moved away. Like, she loves it. She yeah. eats it up. So, it's like. So, who like, else matters? Why would I care? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to be following them. What are you guys' Instagram? Say, I'm going to post it below, but, like, what are y'all, each of y'all Instagram? Mine is the seafood diet, D-C-E-E-F-O-O-D-D-I-E-T. Okay. Mine is word to my locks. That's W O R D number two, my locks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And then y'all need to definitely listen to their Hood and Holistic podcast. Where can they listen to the podcast? Oh, everything. Okay. Hood X Holistic <laughs> on all your favorite platforms at SoundCloud, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts, Sound, uh, did I say SoundCloud? Spotify, yeah. Anchor, Stitcher. Stitcher. Google yeah. Play. Wherever you oh, listen to the podcast, you can catch us. Yeah. And whenever y'all buy these Love Yours journals from Amazon, y'all need to like take a picture with your yeah. thing and y'all yeah. need to stand there and be like, hey, we working on ourselves in quarantine. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Helping our relationship thrive. Okay. So selfish yes. y'all really need to check that out. I think that's totally dope. I just want to say thank you, Ashley and Courtney, for being on thank the podcast. You. Is there anything that you want any last words to say to any selfish babe listening? at this moment. What I, you got, Ash? I think we got it all. I mean, we got it all out. You was a good interview. You're great. <laughs> oh, <Ashley>. thanks. <laughs> Selfish babe, y'all in good hands. Yes. Right here. Nah, I, no, we, we y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Really appreciate you bringing us on. No problem. All right, y'all. Peace. <laughs> Bye. Peace.
Hey, beautiful. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Selfish Babe Selfish Talk podcast. If you feel like this episode has helped you in any way and you think that it could be impactful to a girl or a woman that you know, definitely send this episode to her. Also, make sure to download our Selfish Babe app to receive self-love inspirational messages throughout your day found in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You can also head over to our website, SelfishBabe.com, to join the community. Follow at SelfishBabes with an S on Instagram. Or you can also follow me on Instagram at OlenigayLC. I affirm that you have an amazing day. I will connect with you on the next episode. And I love you. Mwah.